Hey guys, <laughs> we're so happy because we've been trying to figure out a way to record without being with each other, and we finally figured it out. We found that Tati and I are recording from home together. We wanted to put out a bonus episode for you guys. So yeah, we did. So if things sound a little different, like it's not going to be the usual. There's no little dun, 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 music and whatever. There's no meme of the week. There's no structure. It's just us talking with, to, you. to you about quarantine <laughs> and corona and how it's been affecting us and people we know. Oh, I'm so happy yes. we got it working. So it is day 14 of, I think, quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, social distancing. Um, so we want to just really catch Tati really want to talk about how she's doing with quarantine. Tati is out in the field. She's working. I'm home, um, working from home. I know a lot of you guys, our listeners, are out there still working. Um, to all our healthcare workers, thank you guys so much. You guys are putting your life out there, and you guys are working. And I, I can only imagine what you are going through. If anybody needs to talk during this time, please reach out to us. You also have someone else who's in the field, Tati. Yes. So please reach out, talk to her, relieve your stress. We are here for you. And I also want to say thank you to the people who are still at the grocery stores, the gas station. Yes. And like, I appreciate the love as a healthcare worker, but like, there's so many other people that are essential that day-to-day life we forget about. And times like this just help you realize who truly is essential. Not saying people working from home aren't, but it's like, People who still have to put their lives at risk during this whole entire thing. So it's not even just only the healthcare workers. Like I said, grocery workers, um, gas people who work at the gas stations, people in the little corner stores, things like this. So thank you to all of you guys who are still working. And because unfortunately, like I said, a lot of people are quarantined. A lot of people are losing their jobs. Like a lot of yeah. people are filing unemployment. And it's only been, even though Corona has been around, I feel like for me personally, the quarantine has been, what, two weeks now? So for us, it really hit for two weeks only. And so much has, it's so much has happened already. Just All at once. All at once. once. And this is not going to end anytime soon. I mean, God willing, it does, but it doesn't seem like it. So like, keep your head up, make as much money as you can while you still can, because you just don't know. Like my job, our whole dental dental department is like out of a job as of right now. So... It's It's a hard time. It's a hard time. So if you know, if you have a friend that is out of a job right now, please reach out to them, Mm -hmm. you know, try to do your best to just really help them out and just be there for them. Yeah. So I just want to catch up. Tati and I want to catch up on how quarantine has been. Tati, you want to go first? So I haven't been quarantined. Like Ellie said, I've been at work and it has been crazy and I just say this from the bottom of my heart in the most respectful way stay your asses home and I understand it's scary but so Tati so for our new listeners Tati is a nurse yes and I understand (laughs) it's scary but like and I understand the symptoms are so big and it's like the worst fucking time because it's like right in between flu season and right in between allergy season where everyone's symptoms would be acting up already. So literally we have people coming. I've had a cough. Oh my God, for how long? One day. And they're coming in. And I'm like, you're putting yourself at, and first of all, we're not going to test you just off of a cough. You got to have some <laughs> serious things for us Yo. to test you. So you're putting Wait, yourself my- at risk by coming here. And it's just the stupidity that pisses me off the most. It reminded me of the episode, um, not a video I saw on um on the shade room, and the nurse was like, 
oh, you missed your period four times. Yeah, you're pregnant. Don't come in. Thank trying you. Trying to get a pregnancy test. You're, you're pregnant. pregnant. All right. Go have a seat <laughs> and figure out what you want to do with the baby, sis. Like, <laughs> they're coming in for the most ridiculous things. And I understand everyone is scared. But call first. Call. I'll deal with the stupidity over the phone. But when you come in, you're person, supposed to call your primary. These people don't first. call. They literally just show up, and it's just so frustrating. And it's just like it takes every ounce of me not to just. And you guys don't know, like people who are doing this, you're putting yourself at a higher Thank risk you. of actually catching, catching it. Catching it. Stay home, friend. Stay home. Please stay, stay home. Because now you're in my face coughing, and God forbid it is a corona. First of all, I'm at, like it's just so hard because at this point, people are telling me, so you want me to go home and die. If one more person cusses me out and says, you want me to go home and die, <laughs> I'm going to be like, at this point, it's your choice. Because I don't want you to go home and die, but like, there's, it's just so hard because there's only so much we can do. There's only so much we can do. We can't test everyone over one simple symptom, especially when this symptom is so common. It's just, it's hard. And um, so I don't know if you guys seen this, but the, um, there was a nurse that put up a video and it went on the shade room how she quit yeah. her, her job and she she's picking her family. And, you know, I've been saying this to a lot of my friends that are a nurse, like, take your days off. I know this sounds really bad, and but you come first. You come first. You if you, because a lot of people, because I've talked to my cousin, she's telling me that a lot of people, a lot of these nurses that she's working with are depressed. Like, they mm-hmm. can't, mm-hmm. like, they're going through so much and I feel like you can't go into work right now if you are just depressed and you like you can't deal with yourself you know I feel like you really have to if you have to take a day off for yourself do it and which is true and I don't judge that nurse for doing her for picking her I don't at all I personally am not in the position where I have kids which I'm so grateful for right now because that's such a sticky situation but I do have loved ones I care for deeply but it's just kind of like I don't blame her for quitting but at the same time, me, myself, I, like, even my parents, my parents literally told me to quit my job. <laughs> they literally told me to quit my job. They're like, it's okay. Like, we'll take care of you for a little bit. Like, it's all right. <laughs> and I was like, no. First of all, I'm like, no, because your asses put me in nursing. Like, I'm Haitian. I had no other route. Okay? So, y'all not got to put me through all that hell for four years in college. And now I'm in MP. I did. I told her. You want me to quit? Boom. I'm not only quitting nursing, I am quitting NP school and do it all together. Like, period. <laughs> I don't need stress from either end. So it's like, I can't quit my job. I mean, yeah, I didn't sign up for a pandemic, but I signed up to put myself mm-hmm. front line for others. Mm-hmm. And like, ugh, I love myself a lot. Like, I'm, I'm, I can be selfish in certain aspects of my life. So the fact that for mm-hmm. me to call out, I would feel bad at this point because... Yeah, yeah, I'm needed. So it's just it is what it is. It's just a rock in a hard place. Yeah. What would you, um as a nurse, what advice would you give another nurse of like how do you wake up in the morning and you know you know you know you're hitting work you you don't know where you're gonna come across like how do you wake up in the morning and go about your day um, during the situation for people who are religious I pray because like even like I just got my schedule texted to me and um at my job we have like a tent where all people before you go into you you have to go through the tent and we ask you do you have a cough fever running no symptoms a lot of these people like i said have symptoms which we don't know if it's corona or not but there have been people that have come into the health center who have tested positive 
So clearly we're coming mm-hmm. in contact mm-hmm. with the people. We just don't know. So on Monday, I'm in that position where I will be con- being in contact with these people. It's literally just pray. Um, you take a deep breath. Like yesterday, I had such a headache at work to the point I'm just like, it's just the mental of talking to these patients. And it's just, I had such a bad headache. And I'm just like, damn, am I giving myself corona at this point? Like, I'm giving myself symptoms. Like, because of the stress. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are paranoid. I had a friend, he, like, texted me. He's like, at this point, like, whenever I have, like, a headache or this, like, you know, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. He's like, actually, I want to get tested. And I was like, no, nope. don't be that person. They're not going to test you. you know, gets tested for no reason. He's like, no, I feel like I would be at ease if I actually got tested. But we can't so, do that. And that's what's so There's hard. There's not enough tests. There's, There's not, not enough, enough tests. tests. And God forbid we waste it on the nonsense people and the people who actually do need it. But then again, it's like, even when you get tested, there's nothing we can do. No. And so it's just kind of like, do you even want to know? Because you get tested and you find out, then you just are sent home. Because there's no treat. Like, there's nothing we can do. Mm. It's it's a tough time. It's only so. God at this point. Again, that's why they keep saying, please, like, stay, stay home. home. Um, isolate yourself, um, try to keep busy. There's a lot of things that I've been just telling people, this is like such a great time to find something that you've always been wanting to work on, mm-hmm. whether it's like a new project, you want to do something, you want to le- start learning. Like Friday, I took a, um, <laughs> so I want to like learn trading and um, like mm-hmm. stock markets, everything. So I, I looked into um, a webinar, I found the webinar, but I really didn't connect with it mm-hmm. because a friend was telling me how you shouldn't be you shouldn't trust like everything that yeah. like, you find on like stock markets and like trading so um that's something I really want to look into so <coughs> during quarantine mm-hmm. social distancing that's what I'm going to try to do like find something that you want to learn Good. and try to really keep busy when you learn sis throw that information my way cause... I got you I got you <laughs> I'd like to know a little bit about that too because <laughs> everyone's saying it's the best and worst time to invest right now I wish I even had the option, but I don't know anything about it. So at this point, that doesn't yeah. revolve that's around how I, That's how I feel right now. Since I don't know much about it, um, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't like going into things I don't know how Especially to with do. with money. Like, for example, mm-hmm. like this podcast, we did so much research yeah. before doing it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. We're going to, I'm just trying to do that as much as possible. hmm Yeah. So, Ellie, how's quarantine life? We want to hear. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting so, to Ellie. Before, <laughs> Before answering Tati's question, so we want to hear stories about how quarantine has been going for you guys. Like, yeah. hit us up, DM us, message us, and yeah, we can mm-hmm. share stories and talk. Um, so quarantine has been going all right. So I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so hard working from home because at work I have like my two screens, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's much easier. Where at home, it's like I have my laptop and everything. I could connect to my desktop, but I'm just still working on my laptop. And then you're pulled into meetings because from the hospital here, everyone wants to meet and talk about what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Because we still, it's a research department. So we, we still have like the nurses and like the dietitians and everybody's still working there and they're trying to meet and talk to you. So I'm still in meetings and it's still hard through meetings and, um, and like doing my work so it's like I'm pulled into this meeting but I'm trying to do this work at the mm-hmm. same time feel me but yeah other than that I'm just really trying to keep busy and like like I told you guys just really trying to find different activities to do mm-hmm. and um, I know why Tati asked me this question because, like <laughs> she wants me to talk about something specifically Go ahead, sis. <laughs> um so basically um so 
you know, everyone's like, oh, like, this would be a great time to really find somebody to talk to because, like, you, you know, you're all stuck inside. Mm-hmm. So, um, during this, I had met somebody previously a week before, um, and it was for Ashley's Get Out, and, you know, you know, Ashley kind of put it on, but it was really Jeffrey. Shout out to Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, from now, we've just been talking. So I just call him Quarantine Bay. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a joke, but he's really just, <laughs> he's really a friend. Like, um, and <laughs> I see me and Tati, we're talking through, we're recording through the phone. Through our phones. Tati... We're on FaceTime at the same see, time see on our laptop to see each other's reactions. Yeah, it's it's nothing more than that. We're really friends, and he's a really great guy. And um, mm-hmm. and he really showed me that, like, you know, when a guy is, like, interested in you or really wants to get to know you, they'll put the time and effort. Mm-hmm. Or if they want something. Why do you say that? What actions were done? What <laughs> time and effort were, were put into place? Okay, so, like, um, he wanted to, like, hang out and, you know, how it's, like, social distancing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know. So, like, um, he lives, like, a good, like, 30, 45 minutes away from mm-hmm. here. So, um, he's like, yeah, we can go grab something to eat and then, you know, just chill in the car and, like, talk or, like, whatever. So, that's what he did. He came down to, like, where I live mm-hmm. and he picked me up and then we grabbed food and then we really just sat in the car and, like, um, we talked and we watched, like, I don't know, like, YouTube videos or, like. You are beautiful. Yeah. Guys. That's it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty and cool. I'm saying this not because it's like, oh, it's a guy, but like me and Ellie are really big on finding friends that are guys. guys yeah. So I'm not even hyping this up because, oh, Ellie, you found your new bae. Now I'm hyping this, oh, Ellie, you found a guy that actually wants to be friends. Like that is a miracle. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. That's to you, sis. I'm still waiting for mine, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure like he wants surpass like the fr- friend thing but I, I feel more comfortable um, being friends okay yeah. so I'm going to share something with you guys some people might judge me at the same time but I'm open to it Ooh, so, my face. I'm like what is she about to say so quarantine bay is oh. not single and you guys all probably like oh shit like oh what no <laughs> he's in a complicated and um, open relationship. Yeah, see, so don't see the complicated <laughs> makes people worry. It's not complicated. It's an open relationship that him and his partner have established is open. And I was like, I, I've said this in other episodes. As long as lines of communications are clear and no one's hiding anything. Oh yeah, like, he was so open about <laughs> it. Like I remember the night when um, I first met him. I, first question I'm going to ask you if I'm going to like entertain it at least i'm gonna ask you if you're single and i was like so are you single he goes well right now he like told me everything he's like yeah i have a girl blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. it's you know complicated open like open relationship very upfront which i appreciate because then it allows me to put myself in the position that i want to be like yeah and it was already established that i wanted to be his friend you know even though and his girl knows want- like it's an open relationship like you know how some guys say i'm an open relationship the girl don't know the girl knows like she's in an open relationship as well like, they're in an open relationship together. They're co- open and honest with each other. Right. So, before exactly. people start judging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's been really nice just, like, having, I guess, a guy friend and just, like, mm-hmm. you know, so chill. Like, the vibe is so cool. Like, laughing, hee-hee, ca- like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to hear this and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, like, have little insiders and stuff like that. Quarantine so, Bay, can't wait to meet you, friend. Yeah, you he, He's already my friend. He don't even know. 
yeah, I've said that I want this to go past quarantine. Like I've laughed, I've laughed and said like, oh, we're probably gonna forget about each other when quarantine's over. But like, no. And he's an attractive young man, like very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, Tall too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, so it's it's been yeah, it's been nice. The quarantine has been good for Ellie. <laughs> you know, me on the other hand, guys, my trip for my birthday, April fourteenth, by the way, <laughs> is canceled. I was supposed to go to Jamaica. That is no longer happening. But guess what, guys? Um, Ellie wasn't able to go on this trip because Ellie had a wedding to go to. But now that Tati has pushed back the trip to August, I get to go with her. God yes. works so hopefully ways. yes it <laughs> works in Ellie's favor <laughs> but hopefully things are settled by August everywhere because it's like not just I don't I don't I need to be settled in the US but I also Ashley is texting us like crazy right now okay like, she needs to relax. and my phone is vibrating <laughs> but she needs to relax um so yeah I forgot yeah hopefully things are settled in America but I need things to be settled in Jamaica as well. So now I feel like we got two countries we really got to look out for. Yeah, yeah. So And for everyone hopefully. who had, like, trips that they're looking forward to and it's canceled, like, hang in there. You know, time will get better and you guys can go on your trip. So Exactly. I'm trying to be optimistic and look at, like, I still have a job. Everyone in my house is still healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, things can be so much worse, but, like, the, I'm human. Like my, everyone knows, my birthday is a very big deal for me. I celebrate the entire month. I said, and like the fact that uh, Aries and like Taurus and other, you know, everyone born in April or like the next coming months that I have mm-hmm. birthdays that are going like we're in this situation right now. You guys can celebrate your month, your birthday for the rest of the year. Like celebrate. I, I think we deserve that. Oh, I think we do. And another thing, so for those of you who know, I'm supposed to be graduating this year. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, my graduation has been canceled. It was very hard. Yeah. This. Like, she texted I, was, like, I was like, I don't know how to, I felt, I was hurt. I cried. I like cried. Because yeah. if some of you know, I work full time and I go to school full time. The reason why I did that is because I wanted to graduate in 2020. And mm-hmm. it really hurts because I'm like, yo, I really didn't have to work, um, go to school full time if I knew I wasn't going to graduate in 2020. Like, I yeah. literally busted my ass. When I say busted my ass, like, imagine coming from work and then taking three classes and, like, having to, like, do type of paper, do all your work after mm-hmm. school. Took summer classes. I haven't taken a trip since 2018 without doing homework, either on the plane mm-hmm. or on a trip, y'all. So, like, yeah. I have put so much time in for not being able, not crossing this. Crossing the street is a big deal for me because, one, I'm the only child. So, my parents, yes. they live through me. So, yep. I, I, I did this for myself. But I did this also for my parents. So, I want mm-hmm. them to live through me. I want them to experience this. And the fact that I will never cross the stage for my master's, it hurts. But, hey, yeah. it's a time that. I think we should still have a party, though. Oh, I'm having a, I'm having a party. Well, you still deserve a graduation party. I'm having a party whether it's January 2021. This party is gonna happen, right? I don't know when quarantine will be done or social distancing. I'm having this party, and you guys are all invited. Okay, (laughs) all invited. And so, yeah, big for anybody who's going through um, this too. Just like really hang in there, and just like, yeah, just 
just hang in there. It's really tough. I'm about to go on live for my birthday. My birthday was on yes, Tuesday. Get, I got nothing to do. Get dressed. Look cute. I look cute with you, too. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could, yeah. Uh, guys, uh, I, when I think about it, I get sad. Like, I can't even get my nails done for my birthday. I feel I already got to change my hair appointment because that's not needed anymore. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Yeah, hang in there, guys. It's tough time. Please yeah. reach out to us. Tati and I are planning on going live this Saturday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is um this is dropping this week. So we are going live. What is the date for the Saturday, Tati? The f- April fourth. Yes. So we're going wow. live April fourth. April fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably we don't know the time yet. We don't know the time. We'll stay in touch this week with you guys. <coughs> drop. We'll drop questions. We'll ask you guys what topics you guys want to talk about. We really want the vibe for those who have, for those of you who attended our um our launch party. We mm-hmm. really want that vibe of like connecting and really talking, respecting each other's opinion, and just like mm-hmm. you know, we're all home. Why don't we just all how get many together people? And talk? can get on a live because we're going to be from two separate places that's already two like how many people can you add that's on a live just two because i was trying to see oh, if i could yeah. join when you and stacy did that like ask you guys to join but it was mm-hmm. like, i didn't have the option so unless one of us drop and we add somebody but i heard if your page is private you can't oh no, but that's a lie because i joined maybe. with stacy but i joined with stacy and we're both private but we have each other i don't know <laughs> we'll figure it out guys we'll, we'll figure, figure it out, out. even if you guys can't join We'll we'll read the comments. We'll ask questions. You know, yes. we'll do all that. So it'll be April fourth. Hope to see you guys on there. And another great news, guys. We appreciate you guys so much. So we are close to a thousand listens. Yes, we are so close. Which we're really close. To really a close. Listens. Like, guys, we're only on episode seven, and seven. this will just be a bonus episode. And you guys have really been out there just listening to our episodes, like. <laughs> come on people like, we never would have thought we don't appreciate would listen you guys. Our listening we don't like, appreciate you guys at all but you guys have showed out and i can't. you said we don't appreciate you guys we don't like i don't appreciate oh no i don't deserve you guys <laughs> <laughs> i need to go to bed um we don't deserve you guys i appreciate you guys i appreciate you guys a lot oh my goodness i appreciate you guys so 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 much like you guys <laughs> you guys are amazing but yeah, we don't deserve all that you guys have done. You guys have listened to us every time we drop an episode. You guys have participated every time we drop a question. You guys are amazing. Like we couldn't, you guys are, we couldn't ask for more. Like this week, we had one of our guy listeners like literally message us and provided such a amazing information about relationships Ladies, and like I'm marriage. And I'm just like, it gives me faith because like it makes me yeah. think I have lost all faith in like men all not all men i've met some great men but like you know men start on like marriage and relationship and he yeah. like really gave me hope so shout out to you listener so much hope if you are listening um yeah thank you we're trying to have him as a guest because he just guys when i tell you they exist that's what guys don't settle and we'll get another <laughs> episode that's coming up, up about this don't settle don't settle they exist. no don't they settle. exist like, being i think just being happy in a relationship is everything like you shouldn't be miserable in a relationship and i've just seen people who are miserable in relationships and i've seen people who are happy and i choose Mm -hmm. to be in that happy relationship i refuse to be i refuse to be a like 
sad. Like I'm I'm just how dumb scared. do I look being miserable in a relationship when I could be happy by myself? The fuck? Yo, yo, like going to sleep, true definition of a clown. Happy. No, we don't need that. <laughs> yo, we, if we keep so the point for this ep- um, episode is a bonus episode to be nice and short. If me and Tati keep talking, this episode will be an hour yeah. and two hours. <laughs> yeah, so, and we don't got time for that because nothing's getting edited. Like I said, it's not like a regular episode. The way we're recording is the way you guys are gonna get it. Yes. So, so I hope you guys enjoy this short episode. And um, we have an episode, so this will drop Wednesday. I think we said so. This is Wednesday, Wednesday. when you guys are listening to it. We are going live on Saturday, so grab your wine bottle, grab mm-hmm. your, I don't grab know, my- Hennessy, <laughs> grab whatever. Grab my wine. Grab hmm. whatever, and join us um, as we guide you through the bullshit of life. Shit of quarantine. <laughs> bullshit of quarantine. Yes. Quarantine. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like that. Um, If you guys know any males, this live would be more interesting with, you know, more male participants. So, you know, swing that invitation their way. And well, like I said, we're going to get more information with um, a specific time. But yeah, swing that information their way. We'll, we'll see okay. where this live goes. I'm going to invite Quarantine Bay, but you guys won't know who he is. Um, he'll be invite on the live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. He can join. I'll invite some um, other people, too, to come on live. So yeah, I can't wait. This is yeah. our first live. I know. And if you guys really like it, maybe we'll do them a little bit more often. Yes, we'll, so we'll catch you guys on Saturday and thank you for listening. Yes, yes. all right, guys, please stay safe, stay safe, stay inside. Don't go to your doctor's office without calling because it pisses <laughs> me off. Yes, it thank pisses you. your nurse tati off. So, all right. catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. It's a beautiful thing. We've raised two inspiring boys, and I have a supportive, healthy, honest relationship. We only hung up marriage has become a huge point of um, contention between us the longer we're together the more um, the more the ring comes up at times I can totally handle it even embrace it other times I'm sad and confused because she keeps bringing it up but he's ignoring it we talked about it a few times but always escalates to an argument I want to be able to get to the bottom of this my feelings. Um, I'm tired of being a girlfriend. Hmm. And I keep asking when we're going to get married. It's not a deal breaker. But what's the deal? I want to feel complete happy with I'm not happy without a ring. I'm having a hard time. um, Taking I'm taking this personally. I want to accept the present moment. But I want to let go. I don't want to let go of my dream of being a wife. So it is a deal breaker. She don't even realize. She's saying it's not a deal breaker. (laughs) If you're going to keep thinking about it until it happens, then that's a deal breaker. This girl. This girl. She's confused. So so they have two kids together. And she is 32. Mm. (laughs) So sis is confused at this point. Because at this point, she's like, it's not a deal breaker. But this is really hurting. All I felt reading this was pain. Oh my gosh! Like I keep telling him I want a ring, but I like, why pain. is he not giving I me a ring? Mm. I felt pain. Sis is mad, and the fact that every time she brings it up, he argues with her. You know what I don't understand about guys? Y'all mm-hmm. are so willing. Yo, I'm gonna get her pregnant. I'm gonna shoot up the club. Pow, 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 and have this <laughs> life. She gonna have my kids. Right? She gonna have my baby. She gonna have my seed. Like, and the thing is, with kids. That's a forever. 
that is a mm-hmm. forever thing. When you have kid, when you have a kid with someone, you are stuck with that stuck person. With them. Gosh, my biggest regret in life, who oh, I could share all the, and then have a child with a n- guy that like, and I don't like him, or shit just turns not even shit turns out wrong in terms of we don't work out. Shit turns out like you are a horrible person, and I didn't see that. So mm-hmm. I'm stuck with you. Guys, it won't happen. Want to do these lifelong commitments? And then not get married. And granted, I personally, I don't like to say I don't believe in divorce because I think sometimes people do need to get divorced. Me, I don't want divorce for me. I don't. But also, I only you can have, always listen, do that. You can always. I, have I only have. I only have one marriage in me, and that's it. So if I get that's divorced, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. I, I'm. I'm done. I get. I'm done. I get. So it's like, like right now, I only have one relationship in me. You can't. That, <laughs> I that do. That right there, that's you saying too much. Saying I too do. Much. I only have one relationship in me. One person, like it depends how it ends. One person messed up. That's it. It ruins it for everybody and else. And when you don't get your blessings, sis, you wonder why. <laughs> you wonder why. Blocked. 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 Clearly. Um, so yeah, so it just doesn't make sense because when you have a kid, it's forever. No matter what happens, 50 years down the line, you're still stuck with that person forever. A lot of people think it's the 18 years. No, it's forever. Um, so it's like marriage, you can always get a divorce. You can always cut ties to the point where you never have to deal with that person again. So the fact that guys would rather be stuck in a permanent situation with kids, but not get married when there's always a chance you can divide everything and go your separate ways is crazy to me. But you know what I don't understand? Like, the first scenario, the first, the meme of the week I gave you about the young mm-hmm. lady, how he wants to get a house with her. And now this guy, he has two kids with this girl. So guys are so ready to take um, a big commitment, right? Yeah. But when it comes to the the marriage commitment, it's kind of like, we don't, they don't want to do it. I get it, because you're taking other commitments that, honestly, having a kid, being a father, being a baby father is more of a commitment that you're going to have to that woman than being a husband because you can always get a divorce. You can never, if you're a good, upstanding person, you can never quit your baby mom. You can never quit your kids. So I just I just don't get it. I think sis needs to um, have one good talk with him. I'm very much, and I'm going to talk to you once, and I'm going to see how you move. And if how you move, I'm going to move accordingly, period. Because yeah, I'm not your mother. At this point, sis... You're a clown. If the, like, this, this is a clown because you're bringing this up. This is something that's important to you. But it's not a joke you guys have, have built a whole family together, a whole family. And every time you bring up the ring, he gets mad and he argues. That's, that's disrespectful. That is very disrespectful. That's disrespectful because he's not acknowledging your desires and your needs. It's like, you're good enough and to push at, out my kids, but not good enough for me to call you point, my wife. Sis, at this point, it's either you leave and you search for happiness or search for someone mm-hmm. who actually wants to, has the same idea of marriage, or you you stay. You already sound, she already sounds um, hurt, yeah. angry, yeah. so why can't you just stay in her angry relationship? And I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, y'all just telling people to leave, it's not that easy. You know what, you know what it is? It is easy. You know why? Because you know what's harder? Staying and being miserable. To me, that's oh harder. My to me, that that is waking that is up, sad because... waking up and looking in the mirror like, damn, still no ring, baby number three on the way. That's harder <laughs> for me. That's hard. You know, that's harder because you're not out there making an effort of putting yourself out there and finding someone who wants to actually make you his wife. 
and for you to have someone and call that person your husband you know what's hard? and you're actually staying in a miserable relationship where are you gonna be somewhere you're playing house mm-hmm. and you're being someone's little girlfriend what's hard is when i die and i go up to heaven and i'm like god where was my husband god is like yo you stay sis i had this man <laughs> ready and lined up you played yourself that's gonna you be blocked, hard leaving you blocked easy. your blessing okay you blocked your blessing it's okay. And the thing is, though, you got to try for the kids. Sis, you've been trying. The amount of conversations you've had expressing your needs and wants, that was trying. You know who hasn't been trying? He hasn't been. So I'm going to mm-hmm. need you to step it up, do what you got to do, woman up, and be happy. At this point, at this point, it looks like sis is going to be settling. She's going to be settling. Um, yeah. I know, I think it's harder in that situation when you already have a family. You have two kids with that person. So she already sounds, she's angry about this, but you know what? She's fed up, so she's going to stay. She's going to yeah. stay in this relationship. Yeah. And she's going to be miserable. We just going to be like, whole advice. And then she's going she go, she go, she go to weddings and see other people yep. get married. She's going to see her friends marry. And she'll be like, damn, that's not me. Because mm. he won't propose to me. Mm. Sad. Sad and she's going to get pregnant there. again. Maybe an extra two times. She ain't done pre-producing. Well, that's done. very What's true. Her name? We she's still young. Her. I don't know. We can name her Cynthia. There you go. <laughs> Cynthia, you need to get All right. her. Okay, so scenario number three. So my boyfriend and I have been together for eight years. I'm 26. He's almost 28. In the last year or so, we've been talking about marriage and rings. We even gone to to stores where I picked out rings I like. He seems to be fine with the whole situation, but he never actually got me the ring. He was always making excuses as to why he hasn't got it yet. So then a couple months ago, he confessed to me that he just doesn't feel good about buying a ring yet. We are moving in together in about a month. He wants to wait until we live together for a while before proposing. The thing is that I've given up my job. <laughs> the thing is that I have given up my job. He lives three hours, um, hours away in order to live with him in that condition that it would leave they would have to lead to marriage. I wouldn't move in with a guy for any other reason other than he will soon to be my husband. So now I feel like he's just having me move there so we can tr- so he can try me out first. How can he be so un- unsure after eight years, sis? <laughs> like all these guys. Mm. Should, I give the- should I give this a chance? Should I tell him I want a ring in six months or am I moving out? Should I leave him? Okay, here's my thing. Hmm, here we go. Like I said, me personally, I don't want to move in with someone until I'm engaged. Granted, though, I understand people who are like, you don't know a real person until you live with them. So I don't judge people who want to live before they get married. I get that. But with that comes situations like this. So am I just going to move in and never get a ring? Is he using that as an excuse? Hopefully, you know your partner well enough to know that he wouldn't use that as an excuse. He truly just wants to move in with you, build that reach that step in the relationship but before. are we we really acting like people out here don't spend um weeks over each other's house but that's also weeks. exactly what i was gonna say like i'm pretty sure by that point y'all have taken vacations together y'all sleep each over each other's houses you eight guys years have eight years you guys haven't right eight years you guys haven't spent like weeks together you don't know that person's um like diffo you don't yeah. know their, like bad habits like i feel like, like you guys should know that already so it's kind of like mm. and since so, you have your whole job 
She lets him. So after she's done that, she's not settling. Because you know why? Because the white girl that's in the same position as her is mm-hmm. getting paid more. Mm-hmm. So you know what she has to do? She has to go back to school mm-hmm. to get a whole degree so she can be in the same place as the white girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I understand there's black guys who are like, oh, um, yeah, I don't want to go back to school and stuff like that. That's you deciding to do that. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a career path and you're not switchy, 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 switchy back mm-hmm. and forth, you know, you're mm-hmm. like gold, gold-oriented. Yep. That's all we're asking. Because I've I've worked so hard to see where my life is in ten years. Mm -hmm. I have a goal. I want to in five years. I want to buy my own house. And I want. Amen. It's gonna happen. Manifestation. Amen. In five years, I I'm building my credit. Mm -hmm. So those are things that I'm just seeking in a partner. In a partner. But when I tell other people this, oh, that's too much. That's too much. You're not going to get that. Well, and I tell people this all the time, then if it's not meant for me, then I would be single. And they look at me like I'm crazy. Like me being black and single is the worst thing in the world. You know what's the worst thing in the world? Being in a relationship because I feel like I have to. Mm, that's sad. That's the worst thing that's in sad. the world. I want to be black and live a lavish life. We need what, to make... What's a meme um, black girl start in something luxury? Start including luxury, luxury. in your life. Like, please deserve it. Because clearly, what I'm... what. They want us to do is to live just this basic life, working our working nine to five and not enjoying paying yeah. off our bills, not yeah. enjoying life. And we have the same white girl that's in the same job as me and enjoying she can life, be happy. having a whole cabin in New Hampshire. Why mm. can't I do Why that too? Why can't I do that too? I have somebody that wants to do that with me. And the thing I can't is, do that with somebody who has no <clears throat> no goals. Speak on him. No goals. I can't take trips. I, I love to take. Tri- I can't take trips. Because we're paying, we're paying bills. We're living check after check. check, and it's like we're working to survive, not working to live. I refuse to work to survive. I've seen my, I've seen my, my mom, I've seen my parents do it, and this is what I mean as an us black women. We've seen our parents go through it, and we are working to remove we that. Move that. Remove I don't want to live that. And I say this too, especially with um our parents being from Haiti. The shit that they went through in that country to come here, to have a child, now a female, and now an only child. Who the fuck am I to bring any, any random any. to my parents who broke their backs and is still breaking their backs and will always break their backs to the day they die for me to bring any random as their son-in-law? I always tell this. I'm not only looking for um, a husband. I'm looking for a son-in-law for my parents because real shit, I'm an only child. Ellie, you're an only child. God forbid something happens to our parents and it's only on us. We don't mm-hmm. have siblings to help us out. So, and this is something that I feel like only children need to have conversations with their partners about this. Mm. You need to understand that it's only me. So God forbid something happens to my parents. These are your parents. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I would view it the same way. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people who are not only children kind of view like, oh, my husband's parents, those are his parents. Because I know my situation is something when it happened, my parents are your parents. Mm-hmm. Your parents are my parents. Mm-hmm. We're taking that on together. Right. So I need to bring someone. God forbid I die in a car accident. We're mm-hmm. married. We have kids. Something happens to my parents. Who's taking care of my parents? Yeah. Honey, I'm dead. Those just, are still your parents. I need you to understand that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can't bring anyone into my life because my life is not only me. Mm-hmm. My life includes other people. So... I'm not settling, period. I feel like because we have this mentality mm-hmm. and we have these expectations and standards, it does make it hard for mm-hmm. us to find it. It does. It makes it really... Because I feel like 
correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like most girls, they look at, hey, I just want a man. They mm-hmm. literally, they talk. Yeah. But guys, when I'm thinking about finding a man, I ha- I'm thinking long, long. long. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, like, we on this date, and I'm like, hmm. Okay. Like, we're not just boyfriend and girl. Like, at this point, I'm looking at you as my husband. Like, yeah. And people say that's the problem, but I think not enough people do it enough. Not. And when I say I'm looking at you as my husband, not like, oh my God, he's the one, but it's like, potentially, because I'm not dating for fun. It's like when you go to job interviews, you're looking at what can the job do for exactly. you. Exactly. It's not like, what can you, but what can this job, job. benefit for exactly. you in the long run? Exactly. And that's how I'm looking at you when you're trying to talk to me. Like, are you mm-hmm. my, Are you it? Are you that man that I could see myself with? Mm-hmm. Are you that equal for me? Exactly. And I'm not talking about ladies like first, second date. I'm talking long run. You're talking to this person. Yes. Can you be the father of my children? Oh, the father. <sighs> Listen, I'd rather pick a terrible husband. I, I don't want one. I don't want a terrible <laughs> husband. But I'd rather pick a guy who switches up mm-hmm. as a husband mm-hmm. but is an amazing father. You know what? I mean, yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. But I'd rather pick a guy who's an amazing husband. One, because an amazing father. And you know why? I think Mm -hmm. it's because I've had, I've seen my dad the way he's such an amazing father to me. He's an amazing husband. Mm -hmm. But I just appreciate it. And I think it really helped me build me to be the woman that I am today. Do you think you can be a good father and not a good husband? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't think a a father can switch unless he's like, he ends up like, there's things that can, you know, factor into that changing you as a father. Mm-hmm. But I think when a father really loves their child, yeah. that doesn't go away. See, I believe that you can be a good father without being a good husband. Yes. But, and same thing vice versa, woman-wise. But I believe if you're out here disrespecting the parent of your child, mm. you're low-key not being a good parent to your child. Yeah. In terms of, like, I'm not going to say, oh, guys doing this to girls because I don't want to be biased. Like, women out here cussing out the baby daddy. You ain't shit, nigga. Da-da-da. Just because... And say he does nothing wrong. He just moved on in a new relationship. And she decides she wants it's to be a held. terrible example for your child. You're not being a good mother. Because now you're sitting... You're, and you have to understand, like... Shit. This is, the, this is the father of your child. And your child is seeing this. You're not being shit. a good mother at that shit moment. It builds up. Generational. It just mm-hmm. builds up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm comes to affect the child later on they're mm-hmm. in therapy wondering why they're like this because of you because of you so do you think black women have surpassed black men have we surpassed them yes we have yeah. and but here's my thing um i don't mean that in a disrespectful way because here's my thing we as black women and black men have we fight the same fight but we also have different fights that we do fight absolutely Black men, black women are being killed too. Do not get me wrong, but we see even even if we go back into slavery, it was always the black men that were attacked first. Yeah, women were not saying rape is nothing, but women but were they were attacked too. But it was a, it was fight. always the men that they yes, were attacked first. Exactly. So black men are being killed. Um, black, black men, men are, are being incarcerated. Incarceration is a different form of slavery for us. Mm. Black men are being incarcerated. Black men are being killed. Um... And I feel like, and I read this this thing, I think on Instagram, and it made so much sense to me now. Like, these black men, say they get killed, 
or say they get incarcerated, now you're taking a black father out of his household. Hmm. Now, and a lot of times, that's can be the main breadwinner. Now that little boy, boy has to provide. Has to provide. So instead of being 18, graduating high school, going to college, mm. he has to be 18, graduating high school, stuck in his hometown, working a regular 9 to 5 job that's not paying him well because he has to take care of his home. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're surpassing them, but they're not. It's not a. It's not an easy fight, and it's like it's sad because, um, as black people in general, the minute we're born, we're robbed of our childhood because we're seen as automatic threats. A one month old black baby is seen as a threat compared to a thirty five year old white man with a gun in his hand, mm-hmm. just because of our skin, and it's sad. So it's like we don't have a chance to be children, and now black men also don't have a chance to be successful adults mm-hmm. either they're stuck in this limbo of like i'm not a child and i'm a threat there's so much i can be but i can't get there right and and be- it's not fair and because black men have always been the breadwinner even when they're they 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 pay their way through college working working mm-hmm. hard providing for their family a lot of times a lot of black men even when they're done with school it's always been okay time to find a job mm-hmm. you know that pays and they don't pursue a career mm-hmm. because it's kind of like not like okay how can I elevate in life yeah, it's but like, it's more of like how can I mm-hmm. make money make money they don't and, have the luxury of living for the long term long they term. have to live for the right now and even um black black women we can stay in our parents house house until yeah. forever yeah forever like I could my mom would Honestly. love me to stay here she even wants me to get married and move in this house <laughs> she told me I can live downstairs with my husband I was like no I'm not Cause you about to pop in anytime. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so we have that luxury of yes. just always being to, able to stay home. Yeah, and a lot of black women they can stay home. You know, it's mm-hmm. whatever. But you have black men. It's the idea of like you can't be thirty and living me. If my man lives in his house right now, I don't care because you know what that means. My man is smart. My man is mature. My man is saving. My man is saving. I'm okay with my, that. I'm, but you know, there's some when it comes to dating, there's like, some it, girls who. Are like, Here's my thing. If you're living at your mom's house and you're a woman, you don't be out here. I need a man who has his own place. We cannot ask for what you don't have. have. We talked about this before, ladies. You Come cannot on. expect something that you cannot have. Like if you, you are talking about a man, you want a man with um, like six figures, and you're not. You are at the place in your life without that. Shut up. Shut up. It's good to have goals. And, like, granted, would I love a man who makes six figures? Yeah. But am I going to not talk to You can switch it up. Be like, you can manifest it. You know, yeah. I make six figures. I want to find me a man that exactly. makes six figures, too. You cannot be asking for all this when you can't provide. Me, if I were to meet my husband today, would I like him to have his own place? Yeah. But if you're not, I don't care. Cause I don't have my own place. I'm at my mom's house in my childhood room. And I'm okay <laughs> with that. Okay? Like, I'm fine. Me, I have a car. Would I like my man to have a car? Yes. The only way I can kind of look like he doesn't have a car. Okay, like you have your own place. You don't have a car. That makes a little bit Oh, he has no place and car. If he does or doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have his own place. We're going to talk. Okay, why? If Maybe, you know, because sometimes you have to make sacrifices to He get doesn't ahead. have a car because his parents live in the, um in Boston and he doesn't need it. And why does he need a car when he can just Uber it to work? And, okay. He has a good paying job. Okay. We, we, we have to constantly be flexible. We have to be flexible here. I get it. Because um, sometimes, like, I know my cousin's husband, at the time when they were dating, he owned a house. 
he had to sell it to go back to school to get his second master's. Mm. So he ended up renting an apartment. If my cousin had that bougie mentality or a materialistic mentality of, um, oh, you don't have your own place? I do. <laughs> Bye. But what's the long run? Yes. Why doesn't he have his own place? What's his plan? Right. So, you know what I mean? It, you just have to have conversations. Yes. Conversation is needed. anything because you don't have enough money because you're, you're constantly spending your money on video games and that's the problem. Right. Standards have to be, our standards need to match, mm-hmm. period. So, um, so I'm going to do thoughts of our listeners that shared, mm-hmm. like thoughts that they shared on, mm-hmm. um, Instagram. Um, so I usually post a question about, mm-hmm. I posted the 40% of black women are yeah. single and not married, blah, 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 And people responded to it. So, um, someone have said that men have said that we stay in one social scene and we don't expand. We need to, um, diversitize our portfolios on who we date. Mm-hmm. We okay. need to diversitize our portfolio. On I who like, we date. I like the wording of that, but th- divert. Okay. So I get the whole social scene. We, we need to, it's not only, well, at this age, we're not really going to clubs. Like we go, but we're not like, I'm not a big fan. I'm not, on a random Saturday night, let's go to venue. Not no, really. That was college. If that's for someone's birthday, that's what they want to do. Fine. Like if I'm going to clubs, it's because I'm going. I'm out of the state. I'm out mm-hmm. of the country. I'll do day parties. I'll still there. But now it's kind of like networking. Networking. Events. So like you know, um, lounges, people, lounges, or people bars, having social events, social events, stuff like that. As we're getting older, that's what we're into. Especially with this podcast now, we're trying to network more. So I definitely agree with that. And Corona kind of messed that up because I felt yeah. like I was. I was open to that. I was like, I need to go out yeah, more. We had a plan yes. of like every month we're going to do a go yes, to a social, social event. Yes, social events, meet people. That's how you really connect. With the diversity, um, that's opening up wide range of people we date. That's different cultures. Okay, so here's my... And I think um, I think diversities also mean... Um, I think physical factors. Physical that. factors. Like here, everyone knows my dream guy would be six three and above, but I already told everyone I'll diversify for a six one. I'm five ten. I can't go any lower than six one because in heels I'm in six. I feel like you saying you want a six three man is um is it's kind of the same standards. If a guy was like, oh, I want a six three, you're close enough. Do you know what I mean? No guy is saying he wants a girl who's six. But I don't. But you know, it's like you know, the standards got a match compared to a girl like yeah. me. Who's like, saying, yeah, I want a six three man. I'm hitting Come on. Like, Come stop on, my man. Stop. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm. I'm not selfish. Like she's not. I'm not. But um, yeah. So, but I. But here's diversify. I'll diversify in ethnicity. I mean, who knows? God knows my life. God knows my future. But I would pray, Lord Jesus, you hear my words, that you give me a good, faithful, God-fearing black man. Speak it. Black Speak man. It. Speak it. Amen. And if it's not, but he's the one meant for me, I'm open to it. But God, I would love a black man. And if I might add a cherry on top, black Haitian man. But you know what? I don't always need a cherry. I'm okay. You're okay. I, but I will take the cherry. So, um... That's the diversifying I can do in terms I of definitely ag- I definitely agree with this young man that we need, as young women, us, we can't say complain, I can't find a man. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those, and I'm just staying in one center, and mm-hmm. I'm not looking. You need to, we need to open our social mm-hmm. um, scene. scene, and um, we need to be more diverse on mm-hmm. who we date. Um, I saw a post recently of this girl, she was just like, ladies... Don't just, I, she was like with her husband and she's mm-hmm. like, I never thought I was, he was not my type. Mm-hmm. He was not my type and look, I was able to, you know, see past mm-hmm. that and just mm-hmm. really see who he is 
and really fall in love with him. Our friends were telling us, oh my gosh, you guys are connection is amazing but just because he and he wasn't ugly he was Mm -hmm. cute Mm -hmm. he was cute Mm -hmm. and i'm just like sis what is your type then you see the thing is like big body bends is my type Mm -hmm. like my type is a big body bend but i am so open to Mm -hmm. someone who's like if he's thinner he's thinner if he's not like the bearded husky i'm fine with that like i i can definitely do that like i'm not the type if he's not six three and doesn't have a beard and is not built i am not talking no if you're cute and you're tall and you treat me right, a great amazing personality i got you 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 my type yeah you know i've met i've met a lot of guys who aren't my type mm-hmm. physical wise yeah and i'm just like wow your person like i just instantly fell in love with your smile your personality and mm-hmm. i'm just like wow because people think my th- oh you're not my type means oh you're not attractive no I, you're attract. I, I can be attracted to someone who's not my type. Mm-hmm. Like I think people need to stop confusing the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we overcome so much, and because of that, we require much more. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, Tati said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another person said, "I believe we often are more intimidating," and we talked about that a lot. Of men see us intimidate. That's your own insecurity. And. Going off one of the episodes, I remember I was telling Tati how Lawyer Bay was like, oh, you need to stop mm-hmm. lowering um, yeah. self when you speak to men. I realized I was doing that a lot because I was just like, oh, I'm, I have this and mm-hmm. I graduated and I'm doing this and we these are my goals. I'm not, yeah. We need to though. We need we to. Need He's to. like, you need to hype yourself up because yeah. you, you it. I need to throw a humble flex every now and then. Yeah, you it. And I was just like, all right. And I, I took that into consideration. So when I when guys come talk to me now, like, I remember I met this guy, and I was just like, yeah. I actually didn't say it. My friend said it. She's like, yeah, she got a, she got her master's degree. And then um, he was just like, oh, you got your master's degree? Like, he, like, yeah. kind of, like, was just like, oh, damn. I was like, yeah. And then he brought it up again later on in the night. He's like, you got your master's degree? And, and I was just like, what? yeah, I do. And I realized I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But come at her different. He did. I literally, I literally saw the, and I the saw the reaction is, in his face. This is why lies that about you, they come at you differently. They, they know they need to come correct. They know they need to come correct. So, ladies, let these niggas know who the fuck you are. <laughs> and stop begging men who don't want you. Woo, that last part. Let's see it one last time. Stop begging men who don't want you. There's no reason why you should beg any men to stay with you. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. At all. Period. just don't do it sis don't do it and if there's any guys out there doing the same just don't do it either like you shouldn't be begging someone to stay with you or be with you they either want to be with you or not they either see the amazing person that you are and wants wants to be with you and wants to spend their time with you and wants to spend the rest of their life with you that's it you shouldn't be begging anybody to be with you (laughs) so that's our episode for today guys um you know how it is so to wrap up I have our Melon Monday for the day. Um, Our Melon Monday for this week for this episode is Jamal. Jamal is a 27-year-old grad student, art teacher, and a freelance artist from Brockton, Massachusetts. He says that he always painted growing up. Um, His mom used to put him in after-school programs all over Boston. It wasn't until 2015 when his art started to really get his unique signature style and concepts. He's been a part of multiple solo group exhibitions in Massachusetts, New York, Tennessee, to name a few. He also is the founder of Black History Love, hashtag Black History Love, a yearly poetry gala. 
He provides shows all over Massachusetts and recently com completed a mural with his team at Power of Arts. At Power of Art. He does a lot of community work involving arts and craft and children focusing on self-expression and identity. So make sure you go check out his work and the impact he is making in communities all over Massachusetts. So um, make sure to go check out, check him out. We will make sure to tag him on our posts on Monday. So make sure to go follow us on our Instagram so you can go um, follow him, check out all the great work that he's doing in the community, and make sure you go check out these hashtag and ads, um, hashtag Black History Love and at Power of Art so you can see some of his work, um, his poetry, and you can see some of his art that he has done with his team. So um, this is all that we have for you guys for this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I will see you guys. Um, not see. <laughs> I will um, talk to you guys soon. 